This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my sexy stories. Enjoy your night or the start of your day, spiced by our imaginative story. Check out all our projects down below, and maybe you'll find something you love. Now get comfy and listen to my sexy stories. The next story is posted by user TungFu69 from r slash erotica. The title of the story is The Scent of Cinnamon. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. This happened a few years ago when I was in college. I'd gotten a new tattoo and there was a gig happening later in the evening that I really wanted to attend. My tattoo artist Saren wrapped my arm and said I'm good to go as long as I avoid any intense contact in alcohol. Sounds good. So I reach the club nice and early and the bouncer refuses to let me in saying it's couples only. I tell him I'm willing to pay for a solo ticket and that I've been looking forward to seeing this artist for a while. He doesn't budge, so that's how he wants to play it. I casually walk away and find the first group of girls walking towards the club. Now, I'm not what people would stereotypically call attractive, but I'm quite tall, with broad shoulders and long curls that cascade all over them. Along with my deep, husky voice and smooth oratory skills, I clean up quite well. I approach the group of girls and tell them of my predicament. One of the girls immediately tells me that she'll be my plus one. I thank her and we head towards the club entrance. As luck would have it, the bouncer immediately recognizes me and stops us. He reminds me that he just denied me entry. Before I can get a word in, my enthusiastic plus one shoots him down explaining how I was waiting for her to turn up. He apologizes sheepishly to her as I give him my broadest grin and a wink for good measure. Now we're in the club and the opening act is still doing a sound check. I fawn over my new date animatedly telling her how badass she looked dishing out attitude at the gates. She has a good laugh and takes me by the hand, guiding me straight to the bar. So now that you're my date for the night, are you gonna buy me a drink? Where are our cover slips? She asks. I fish them out of my pockets and order drinks. Gin and tonic for the lady and ginger ale for me since drinking after a tattoo is taboo. My date, let's call her Erica, is a great conversationalist and boldly flirtatious. Between the occasional hair toss and the witty one-liners, she has me floored. She's about 5 foot 5, with long straight hair, a petite frame, and a dancer's grace in her movements. She's wearing a short skirt and a long jacket and when I hum the song by Cake, she even recognizes it. Things are just getting interesting with Erica when suddenly her friends who separated from her earlier during my entrance fiasco appear in a whirlwind and whisk her away in a flurry of giggles and half-assed apologies. Erica tells me that she promised the girls her undivided attention that night but before leaving, borrows a pen from the bartender, scribbles her number on my left hand about two inches under my fresh tattoo along with a zoxo, blows on it to dry the ink, and gives me a peck on the cheek. The opening act is just getting started and already my night is made. But boy was I unprepared for the bizarre twist of fate that was about to follow. I dissolved into the crowd to get into the groove but being completely sober, the groove was hard to find. So I snuck away to a corner of the venue that was quite isolated and rolled myself a slim joint. I hope you're not planning on lighting that here, a voice said and made me jump. I turn around to see a girl in her mid-twenties, cute in a geeky sort of way, with big rimmed glasses and a bosom so ample, you couldn't ignore it even if you tried. 
Not unless you want me to. I shoot back, playing it cool. Um, I'm the manager here and I'm afraid I don't partake on the job. And you can't light that here. She replies flippantly. All right, I'll save it and after you're done with your shift, we'll share it. She's taken aback by the confidence and can't hold back a laugh. Suddenly, she grabs my arm and yanks it toward her to get a better look. That's really something. Did you get that today? She asks, appreciating my tattoo. I tell her I got it just before getting there and she tells me she's been dying to get her first but just can't lock down a design. She then notices the phone number scribbled on my arm and with what sounds like a jealous tone, asks me who left that there. I tell her about all the stunts I had to pull to get in. She can't help but chuckle and admits that she's not a fan of the couple's only rule either. Then, she pulls out a pen from her pocket, grabs my arm, strikes off Erica's number, and writes hers underneath. I'm staring open-mouthed, not quite understanding what was going on here. I hang back for a while and light a cigarette. After making sure the coast is clear, I light the spliff too and have my fill before putting it out. That gets the groove on and I hit the floor. The gig was great and despite my best efforts, I'm unable to find Erica. Just as I'm about to leave, Stacy asks me to wait for a bit and says we could go back to her place and share the spliff while discussing tattoo ideas. Why not? I think to myself. We reach Stacy's place and I realize she's already slightly tipsy. She pours another drink for herself while I stick to water and weed. After some gratuitous flirting, we're on the couch kissing. She's a good kisser. She has soft plush lips and occasionally nibbles on my lips which gets me hard. Just as a few buttons come off, the doorbell rings. Boy, my luck is all over the place tonight I think. Cursing under my breath and buttoning up. Steph opens the door and two drunk friends in their late 20s barge in. One is a pasty and obnoxious white boy. He's accompanied by a petite Indian girl in a skirt so short, it ended even before it began. Let's call her Cinnamon for now. When she bent down to do her shoes, I catch a glimpse of her bright red lacy underwear. Steph makes introductions and pours more drinks. Before I know it, we're playing a game of taboo. Midway through the game, the bell rings again and now we're joined by three more people two girls that look like twins and a hippie-like dude in a tie-dye t-shirt. There goes my night I think to myself, switching gears to after-party mode. After several joints and lots more drinks, I find myself supremely stoned and in my happy place. Everyone is struck by this point. I've given up on any possibilities of sex and am satisfied with catching the occasional upskirt, courtesy of Cinnamon. She has nice features, slim legs and firm thighs, a small but firm ass that look delicious in the tiny tight skirt, and perky nipples that keep poking out from behind her flimsy halter neck top. I'm tuned out and staring at her pretty red panties when suddenly she catches my eye. I panic and look away. When I turn back, I notice that she is now sitting with her legs spread just wide enough to give me a clear view. She has an evil smile forming at the corner of her lips. I lock eyes with her. She gives me a come-fuck-me look, narrowing her eyes and slightly wetting her lips with her tongue. I also realize that Stacy and the pasty white boy are nowhere to be seen. Oh well. Third time's the charm I think to myself. I scoot over to Cinnamon, bend down to get within earshot and over the music, say in her ears, Are they expensive or can I rip them off you with my teeth? She stares back wide-eyed for a second, trying to process what I just said, then pulls me by the collar and loudly screams in my ear. I'll let you rip them off if you eat what's inside. Boom. I'm back in. Cinnamon gets up, adjusts her skirt, and takes me upstairs and into a bathroom. She clearly knows the place better than I do. We step inside and she locks the door. She jumps onto me and starts going at it pretty hard. I hoist her up and set her down on the counter by the sink. She hitches her skirt up and shows me what I've been eyeing all night. Go ahead, rip him off, 
she says. I get on my knees and use my hands to hold her legs wide apart. With my teeth, I carefully bite onto her panties and give them a tug before letting them snap back into place. A little teasing never hurts. She gasps softly and giggles. Then, I pull out my special move. Without taking her panties off, I place my lips on her crotch and steadily blow warm air all the while increasing the pressure gently with my lips. She's caught completely off guard and quivers in ecstasy. I take my hand and place it on her small breasts, cupping both together with just one hand. I squeeze gently and simultaneously flick my tongue out to give a firm love tap straight on her clit. She still has her panties on, remember. Her back arched sharply, and she pushes my head away with a jolt. What the fuck was that? You're a fucking gash hound. She gasps, short of breath. That makes me laugh. I love these panties. They're too pretty to ruin. Do you mind if I keep them instead? Something to remember you by tomorrow, I say with a wink. She jumps off the counter and slides them off. Here you go handsome, she says as she stuffs the tiny little piece of cloth into the pocket of my jeans. She then slides her hand over to feel me up and is pleased to find me rock hard. Show me what more you can do with your mouth and then I'll play with him till I drain every drop out. She says giving my dick a squeeze. She turns around and stands with her legs spread. On her tiptoes, her hands resting on the countertop. She wiggles her butt, beckoning me towards her. I sit on the floor so that her crotch is directly facing my mouth. Suddenly I realize what a pretty pussy she has. It's absolutely tiny with two lips that jut out ever so cutely. She has shaved smooth apart from a neatly trimmed landing strip. She smells delicious and has a strong, heady cinnamon-like scent emanating from her. Now you know. I get to work. I give her two soft licks just above the clit before suddenly grabbing her pussy lips in my mouth and sucking deeply. It catches her off guard yet again and she lets out a throaty moan. I immediately switch it up, pulling back and licking her with just the tip of my tongue. She can't stand it anymore and shoves her pussy into my mouth. I gently grab her butt and push her away slightly, going back to teasing with my tongue. Nuo, she protests. Fuck me with that tongue, she demands. I oblige, pressing her crotch tightly to my mouth. I flick her lips open with my tongue and shove my tongue in, as deep as I can. I feel the walls of her insides pulsating against the sides of my tongue as she bucks her hips and loudly moans. I step it up and tongue fuck her till she grabs my hair with both hands and starts grinding her crotch all over me. She starts screaming as she comes violently. It fills my mouth with her juices. I slurp them all up like a man stranded in a desert offered his first drink. Elolololimmm. I want you in me. Cinnamon croons. I slide out from underneath her, stand behind her, take off my pants hurriedly, then my boxers and hang free. She turns around and grabs my cock with her tiny hands. Oh my god, that's not going to fit, she exclaims. It's not that big, I say, a little flattered. The truth is that I have a perfectly normal-sized dick, about six inches. But the head is quite large and that makes it look quite girthy. Also, Her hands were so tiny that she could wrap both her hands around my shaft and the head would still peep out. She starts stroking my cock while I gently rub her little twat. I can already feel her getting wet as she gruels all over my fingers. She gets down on her knees and holds my dick firmly with one hand and plants a big, sloppy kiss on my throbbing hard on. I let out a deep sigh of relaxation. She slowly puts the tip in her mouth and deliberately swirls her tongue around ever so slowly. It sends a tingle up my spine and I feel myself growing to maximum length. She takes her time, spending a lot of time just pleasuring the tip. She mumbles something with my dick still in her mouth and I obviously can't tell what she's saying. But the vibrations of her voice send waves of pleasure up my body. What was that? I ask her. I can't fit all of it in my mouth, she says blushing slightly. You don't have to, baby girl. 
You're doing just fine, I assure her. She manages to get a little more in and starts bobbing back and forth. She gags a little and I back off slightly. But she handles it like a champ and picks up the pace. Suddenly she pulls that swirling trick with her tongue, with my dick as deep as her mouth could take. Not sure how she quite managed that but the second I felt that tongue, I started coming close to the finish line. Don't do that again. I'll come in your mouth. I warn her. MMMM. Please do. She says, right after pulling my dick out of her mouth with a loud pop. No, I'd like to get in you first. I tell her. Yes sir. She says putting on that come fuck me voice. How would you like me? I pick her up and set her down on the counter again. I spread her legs, then her lips. I use a little saliva on my fingers and massage it onto her lips and her tiny little opening. With my dick at full mass now, I gently start rubbing it up and down the length of her vag. She starts getting wetter and wetter as her moans get louder. Enter me, now. She begs me. I try to slip it in and suddenly realize how tight she is. She winces as I fit the tip in with great difficulty. Gentle, gentle. I'm a small girl. She pants. I pull out and slather my dick with as much saliva as I can muster, which wasn't much because all the spliffs had given me cotton mouth. I slid it back in and this time, it went in with lesser resistance. Her crotch was on fire. The warmth and wetness felt so rewarding after a confusing and bittersweet day. I slowly pushed till I penetrated her all the way to the hilt. She started to quiver as I felt her juices splash out with a squelch. She lets out what I can only describe as a shout of mixed pain and pleasure. I freak out a little. I'm sorry. Did I hurt you? I ask her. Yes, but in a good way baby. I just came. She says. Her eyes closed in a trance-like state. I'm deeply satisfied with this massive ego boost. She's so small and tight that all I had to do was enter her all the way and she just came. I was gonna leave her sore in the morning and the thought exhilarated me, getting me even harder. Go ahead. I can take it, she says. I start moving, first gently and then slightly faster. She digs her manicured, painted black nails into my chest and grunts. I start thrusting with half my max intensity. She can't take it anymore. She sinks her nails in and comes again, this time forcing my dick out and squirting just a few drops. Wow, that's never happened before, she says half embarrassed and half ecstatic. Hey there's a first for everything in life, I say, noticing a few drops of blood forming on my chest. It turns me on even more. I grip her by the waist and ram my dick down her pussy, thrusting violently. In just a few seconds, she pushes my dick out again and squirts all over the bathroom, leaving my torso drenched too. Again, I offer, don't stop till I'm all empty, she whispers back. I get to work again. Every time all it took was about a minute or so of intense thrusting till she would push me out and gush all over the place. I'm dehydrated like a motherfucker, she says after coming for the sixth and seventh time. Stay put. The man is your hydro homie, I tell her. I put on my pants and leave the bathroom, leaving cinnamon drenched and out of breath. I walk downstairs to see that most of the crowd had moved to the balcony. I quickly dash to the fridge, grab a bottle of water. And I'm just about to leave when I notice Stacy coming back into the living room from the balcony. I smile sheepishly, wave the bottle of water at her and bolt back upstairs. I open the door to the bathroom. Cinnamon is on the floor on her knees, back arched and elbows by her side. Take me from behind. Hotness, she says in that come fuck me voice of hers. What if someone else walked in to find you like this? I ask her. Well, it's their lucky day then isn't it? She responds. I got you some cold water. I say passing the bottle to her. Completely forgot, she replies, turning around to sit on the floor as she sipped the water. I waste no time. I get down on the floor and put one finger inside her and use my thumb to massage her clit. She's still holding onto the bottle as she comes yet again, but this time she doesn't squirt. 
She drops the bottle on the floor with a thud. It spills all over the floor. Guess she was actually dehydrated. Come here you. She demands and jumps onto me. She pushes me onto the floor, grabs my dick with one hand, uses her other to lightly choke me, and guides me inside her. She starts riding me with a steady, grinding back and forth motion. She notices the scratches she's left on my chest. Poor baby, did I hurt you too? You know what? I'm not even sorry, she says with a berserker bloodlust in her eyes. She picks up the pace and leans backward, resting both her hands on my thighs. She moves rapidly now, her insides hot and pulsating, her juices spilling all over me, gushing in spurts. Come inside me. I want you to fill me up, she says. I'm safe, she adds quickly. That's all I needed. I explode all over her insides, filling her up with a week's worth of cum. It had been a busy week and I hadn't even found the time to touch myself. My pulsating dick triggers her off and she comes again, pushing my dick out and squirting all over me. She even gets some on my face and hair. We lie there for a while, drenched in her squirt. She asks if I have a cigarette, and I somehow manage to fish one out of my jeans which are also splashed with her juices. We share a much-deserved post-coital cigarette. I've never seen a girl squirt so much in my life. Never been with someone so tight. I tell her. I get that a lot. Thanks for all the orgasms, she says, exhaling a puff of smoke. We shower to get clean and share the only towel in the bathroom. When we get out, it's 3 in the morning and barely anyone is awake. I hesitate and then ask her for her number. She refuses and says that if it's meant to be, we'll find each other. I give her a kiss and sneak out of the apartment and go back home. While emptying out my pockets, I find her panties, still slightly wet at the crotch. I take a deep whiff of the heady cinnamon scent, put the panties by my pillow, and go to sleep. I wake up the next morning drooling all over her panties. I added a dash of cinnamon to my coffee that day just to revisit the smells of the previous night. It didn't really cut it. I recently found the panties while moving houses and tried looking her up online but to no avail. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. If you feel like you want more of it, make sure to subscribe and be delighted with five or more episodes daily. Enjoy, and I'll see you in the next episode of My Sexy Story.